0: Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
1: And Mel, it was only last year I was at the Kiton Cup, probably having a champagne with you, um, enjoying the day. It's Maggie Payne here, but um, it is different cup day for you, isn't it? It's your first one that you haven't been, you know, normally you will celebrate locally and um, it's a bit different. Uh, lu-
0: we're lucky if we know our names by the end of the <laughs> this day every year. Uh, our Kite and Cup parties have uh, grown exponentially over the years and... Let's just say uh, there's a few sore heads in the morning on normal occasion, but uh, this year instead we'll be just the family and Jess going out for dinner and to the RSL and having a quiet night to celebrate Mick's birthday yesterday as well.
1: Well, what a lovely late birthday present it was as well. Now, you mentioned that normally having a couple of refreshments at this time, How's the heart after that race as well? Because it was a terrific victory, but you were there to be caught the entire straight but just kept kicking tenaciously to get the job done.
0: Honestly, you you just can't take anything away from the horse. It doesn't matter what's thrown at him. All he does is dig as deep as he can. He just tries his heart out. He's done it from the very start of his career and he continues to do it. And uh, You you know, he he loves the fight, to be honest. The more that they throw at him, the more he gives.
1: Now, Mel, what do you do with Carlingford straight after a race like that. Does he get a special treat tonight? Um, um, what's he doing right now? Is he home his, in his box? Is he
0: pretty he's happy with himself? He's a, he's a spoiled bugger. He yeah. goes <laughs> for a roll and goes for a roll and comes out and thinks he's king you know what of the universe and yeah. has <laughs> a pick and uh, then he'll go for a bit of a dip in the pool. He loves the pool and then uh, off the bed for the night where he walks around the box and swishes his tail and throws his ears back at everybody and just all that they know he's the boss. Yeah. And then he he polishes off everything. I I don't think I've ever seen the horse leave an ounce of feed in his entire career.
1: So if he could talk, all right, and we walked into the Cotton RSL today and Carlingford was there at the bar, what would he be like?
0: I'm the man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He'd be pretty good with the ladies then.
0: Oh, is he what? He, he? If you do not work him when he demands to be worked, he will let you know. He'll walk past and he'll strut. He's got a real strut about him and he'll give you a little lay of the years back and then he stands there and pricks him forward and gives you a call and says, rightio, meet now. And uh, and it's all according to him.
1: And uh, one of the things that brought a smile to my face, Mel, was seeing Jessie Philpot ride for you. She's been through a lot over the last few years and... She's always so determined, and she rides for your stable a lot, obviously. And she's a part of the family with you, isn't she?
0: Uh, Jessie lives with us. Uh, she's, you know, she is dead set family. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't say like a family member or anything like that. She is family to us. You know, uh, everybody knows what she's been through and and the tough battles she's overcome. But I, I don't think I've ever seen her go a day without a smile on her dial and. And she's up for a bit of a cheeky giggle and a prank, and you know, and um, she really loves this horse. Honestly, um, she hasn't missed a day of putting in the effort with this horse. We swim him every morning, every arvo. Uh, Jesse and I personally, we targeted this race three months ago, and just said to Mick, you know, uh, can can we have a little crack at having a play with him and getting him right, you know, getting him ready for this race? And obviously, Mick sets a training program, and we're very, you know, we're very fortunate. Um, then Mick's got the horsemanship skills that he has and can jump on every now and again and just know what you know, where it's up to and if it needs anything else and and uh, pretty much, you know we, every time he was really strong, he'd want to jump out five by five a couple of weeks earlier and similar before that and uh, we knew we were spot on with him and we come out and won and Carlingford and Love and Laugh followed the same program all the way through and It it certainly gave you a lot of confidence going into today.
1: So, Mel, you tell us you party hard on Kite and Cup Day. What's the greatest memory that you've had on that particular day? Uh,
0: We Actually, we had a horse um, years ago, uh, Whiskey 4. Unfortunately, uh, he was prone to an injury, a tendon injury. Um, I was heavily pregnant with him, and we'd not long found out that uh, Mick's Dad was being diagnosed with cancer, and the owner, Bob Wilshire, he uh, he had dementia, and um, he bred that horse, and we were lucky enough that we got up on that day, Whiskey 4, Barrier 4, Number 4, and and uh, Bob was still of sound mind to, at that time. He was just starting to lose his way with the dementia, and that brought a tear to the eye. We trained our very first winner for him in Stately Dash, um, his first city winner was Stately as well, and, and uh, a cup day was pretty damn special, to be honest. And, and you, you know, we follow it up with a hanging rock where we had the five winners, and, you know, our local of tracks been – had a lot of good memories over the years to us.
1: It's amazing sometimes horses just know that, that they, they need to win on those days, on those particular days that they, their owner or the trainers might be going through some tough times, but they, they find a win during those moments.
0: I oh, certainly do, certainly do. And I think, too, that the team knows, you know, we all bandy around and, and you just put in 130% when, you you know, when there's just those little things going on in your life and you know that you want that so much and the horse feeds off it. You know, they, they come out and they look so great. But uh, today was no different, to be honest. It was a real family affair. We transferred... The ownership of Carlingford, um, the previous owner Wayne Olson, very grateful. After last preparation, he uh, he passed on Carlingford to Mick and myself, um, and we yeah. owned him outright. And uh, just this week, we we named all our family, uh, both Nick's family, my family, and a couple of friends. We transferred some ownership over to them and made it a real family affair. And my daughter Sarah, or our daughter Sarah. Yeah, Today, Carlingford was her first winner and she's going to be competing with Carlingford
1: in the off the track when he retires. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's that's a great story and um, good to see that you got the family win. And one of the ones I wanted to ask was Penny Sell. We've been talking about the Gunbow Cup. She famously won it twice. Yeah. Um, is she She's obviously retired. Is she in foal or anything like that?
0: Yeah, she's, uh, she's up in Queensland, going to be a mum.